Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Game On Sports brings you a not-so-professional analysis of professional wrestling. Welcome to the cream of the crop. We got, once again, hailing from truth and consequences, New Mexico, Rock On Tony. Hey, what's up, everybody? And we got the Glyce over here from Parts Unknown. Yes. You're not supposed to know that. (laughs) (laughs) I know things. Right on. So... Just like last week, we brought you a couple breakdowns and some show analysis like SmackDown Raw, a little bit of AEW. This week, we're going to bring in a little bit extra. We got a little bit of behind-the-scenes news, a little bit more than we did last week. So we're going to bring a little bit more to you. So, Absolutely, yes. Yeah. We're, going to be, uh, we're going to be looking at SmackDown Raw, and we're going to look at some random news as well, and, uh, as well as AEW from last night and NXT. Yep. So, uh, again, this is Thursday, February 13th. Yeah. Lucky yeah. 13. Oh, yeah. Valentine's Day Eve. Oh, yeah. I am uh, procrastinating on that one. Oh, well, that's all right. I think there's enough love going on SmackDown right now with Otis and Mandy Rose. Tomorrow's oh. the big day. Tomorrow is. And just talk about that, uh, that little, um, that little montage that they had. That was just from last week. That was really nostalgic from the, uh, from the nineties. <laughs> yes. I felt like I was watching an episode of like in your house or superstars back in the day. Oh man. That's a good one. You know, it kind of reminds me of uh, sexual chocolate. Mark Henry. <laughs> if only it wasn't with uh, what's her face, May Young. May Young. Oh my God! She gave birth to the hand. I think that was my first Raw episode I ever watched. I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was hooked. That's all I know. <laughs> you got you got hooked on uh, granny porn. It sounds like you know. Hey, <laughs> it works for some people. Right? To each their own. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to uh, tomorrow's episode and just seeing seeing how that just, uh, I think that's going to flourish. Um, no pun intended, Valentine's Day, you know. Yeah, that's true. But going back to last week's show, I also can see the split happening that night. Like maybe Sonya breaks up the date. Mm. Yeah. I guess, I mean, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a uh, WWE segment without a little bit of controversy right so i mean look at the last two episodes they had a restaurant feature on rusev breaking up lana and lashley with the food fight and rusev getting arrested that's right and then the god-awful wedding yeah where he came out of the cake yeah and Liv made her disappointing return sure but maybe they'll go in a different direction maybe we'll just have a happy ending for once and that would be nice. Come on, don't mess with a good thing, you know? Yeah. But, you know, speaking of Rusev, so he's going to be in that, um, you know, this is kind of going a little bit off track, but that, uh, mm-hmm. what is that, Tuwake Mountain Trophy? Yeah, I was having a little trouble trying to pronounce that one, too. It looks like they're going to have a gauntlet match with the return of AJ Styles uh, because he has been sidelined with a sole shoulder injury since uh, Royal Rumble, excuse me. Yeah. But the winner gets a giant glass mountain trophy. Cool. I think I it's <laughs> enough with the giant trophies. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm okay with that, Andre. Andre the Giant. Yes. You know, I, I, that's cool. And, uh, I mean, that, it's kind of a precursor of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just potential superstars who, um, you know, we may see. 
uh, really just grow up in the next couple of years. But man, I don't, I just don't know about that. I mean, it's just like greatest Royal Rumble. I mean, what, what did that even mean? It was really nothing. No. And whatever happened to that green championship belt? I thought that was one of the coolest belts. Yes. That was really cool. I think realistically they should keep two of them. The Andre the Giant Trophy. Sure. And the Dusty Rhodes Classic for NXT. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Everything else, you don't need the greatest wrestler in the world Shane McMahon Trophy. You don't need... The greatest tag team in the world trophy. We might be having a little technical feedback, so if there's a little bit of weird noise, forgive us. I think we're good. All right. Yeah, okay. But realistically, stick to the belts. This isn't the Super Bowl. There doesn't need to be a Gatorade bath at the end of a Royal Rumble. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I mean, yeah, I mean, what, what does it even mean after that? I, I, uh, what did they have last year? They had some kind of... The greatest tag team in the world. Sure. Okay, the greatest tag team in the mm-hmm. world. Uh, and then also Shane McMahon, the what greatest wrestler in the world. Yeah, so uh, to speak. Sure. I mean, <laughs> obviously, you know, he's he's behind the scenes now. And uh, mm-hmm. the, yeah, I mean, that kind of had no meaning behind it besides, you know, cool, we got a trophy. That's cool. Um, everybody, yeah. everybody gets trophies now. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, I should have went to the Miz, but you know how the McMahons are. Of course, you of give course. them the spotlight; they're going to take it all. And you know, it was a good jab at CM Punk, you know, oh, best yeah. in the world. Yeah. So, hey, but back to a little bit more SmackDown action. And you talked about a big return last week with Sting. How about another big return for you? Goldberg. Yes. Is he going to come and smack his head on the ring this time against the fiend? <laughs> oh man. Hey, you know, and, and, you know, I was a Goldberg fan, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the late nineties, even early two thousands, you know, when he made that run in the WWE, uh, coming back against the rock. Yeah. Uh, what was that? 2003. Um, man, you know, I, I enjoyed it, but man, he, he is just for me personally, he's worn out as welcome. Um, uh, there's this, you know, I, I'm, I'm not too impressed. I mean, his phys- physique is great for his age. Yes. Awesome. I mean, but to see that still, you know, I mean, he's got, he's, he's a big guy. Yeah. He's got power, but technique. I mean, it's just, man, I'm not impressed. Still. I, I agree, and I really hope they don't do an aspect like they did two years ago when he was squaring off against Lesnar, where he won the belt two months prior yep. to WrestleMania, yep. kept it at the next pay-per-view, and then lost it in one of the worst matches I've ever seen against Lesnar at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, everybody wants the belt off the Fiend because – this whole unbeatable aspect, like I said last week, is getting tired already. It needs to go to somebody who is like a legit kind of everyman wrestler, I believe. I think Kofi Kingston should take it back. Hmm. But at the same time, he's still the tag champion, so I don't see that going anywhere soon. But I do like the mindset of Corey Graves. Let's give Big E a chance. Yeah. 
I mean, that'd be nice. I, and, and, I mean, honestly, I, I, I disagree. I mean, I, I love what The Fiend's doing. It's mm-hmm. just if he could just keep, uh, you know, and, he, and he's had a – Bray Wyatt's been great at just reinventing himself and, mm-hmm. and taking the ball and running with it. Um, you know, I, I expect to see big – you know, if he's champion at WrestleMania, I expect to see just big, um, big moments from him. I, I remember one WrestleMania, he had the uh, – the camera over the ring, and it had like all the uh, like oh, nightcrawlers. The Randy all. Orton match, yeah, yes, and that was cool. You know, if if he could keep you know keep it fresh, cool. I, I could see him. I could see him holding that title for you know a couple more months. And uh, yeah, any and anybody but Goldberg. Yeah, I, <laughs> just it's cool. Yeah, one match, great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't want to see Goldberg get another WrestleMania. I just don't. I think I kind of I kind of agree with you. Um, I think he's more in it for what everybody's calling the blood money with the Saudi Arabia shows. Yeah. Um, I just want to see something fresh, though, on SmackDown. It's kind of the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I mean... You have Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. Sure. How many times can you see The New Day versus uh, The Revival? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a new tag team with Miz and Morrison again, but it's like flashback to 10 years ago. Yeah. Give us something new. Absolutely. And that's and that's kind of, you know, I was looking at Raw, and I was looking at, oh, another week without Russo Mm -hmm. on TV. and. You know, I've heard, well, there's not a good spot yeah. for him right now. You know, the, as much as we didn't like the Lana Lashley mm-hmm. Rusev thing, I mean, it was keeping him busy. But, man, you know, I I don't think that's his fault. No. It, you know, there's there's repeat matches. We, You know, we're talking about, we got, got in our notes here, we're talking about, you know, Messiah versus, uh, you know, Monday Night. Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins, and uh, you know AOP and all them um, against uh, Kevin Owens and um, Samoa Joe and the Viking Raiders. It's like yeah. you know, okay, you know we've seen this. Um, one thing I would like to see is all that gets split up a little bit. Each guy on his own individually, uh, and, and that's something for. Um, yeah, that, it, the uh, the disciples and all all them that mm-hmm. you know. I think individually, if we start seeing uh, their stories kind of build, yeah, uh, and them kind of you know, I'd love to see one of the guys from AOP get you know uh, get tangled up with Rusev. And sure, I mean, I'd also like to see everybody break off because we don't need the factions. We don't need NWL round two. We don't need the disciples like they had with the Undertaker, even though that's what they called themselves. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, let's get Rollins single again. Let's get Buddy Murphy instead of just Murphy, even though that was kind of strange. Yeah. And actually, Tony brought up a good point earlier to me while we were thinking about some topics for this show. Why didn't they take that a little bit more biblical if they're putting stained glass on Seth Rollins? Yeah. I mean, you brought up the name change. And the thing is, I don't think that's too, uh, you know, uh, blasphemous. Mm-hmm. You know, it, to 
uh, they're talking about in uh, AEW, talking about an eye for an eye and saying, oh, that's biblical. Yeah. It, it, I don't know how biblical that is, actually. But um, it, it, but over, you know, over on the side of WWE, I mean, that's definitely – uh, that's not crossing the line, you know. A lot of the, the disciples, uh, if you look, you know, biblically speaking, I mean, they changed their names, and so mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be really cool instead of just seeing, you know, these, these four guys just kind of, you know, standing there, and there's just a segment about, you know, they're taking over, and Seth Rollins is leading the way. Uh, can, can we, you know, can we get a little bit more substance to why? You know, these guys are called the disciples and, and right. make something out of it instead of, you know, kind of a low key, another low key name change. Yeah. May not even last. No. But but at the same aspect, too, how killer would be a Viking Raiders versus AOP match? Yeah. That's a lot of beef. I mean, even for Vince, that's a lot of beef. Um, I think it would be good for the business. I don't think the whole Murphy and Rollins tag team should have been thrown into that aspect. Yeah. You have two single competitors and a proven tag team who have had the belts at one point get passed up again. Yep. And you wonder why they took a little hiatus. Yeah. But, and for God's sakes, somebody get them a translator. Yeah. (laughs) We don't speak Albanian. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and, and, um, yeah, I was I was going somewhere with this, but uh, it, even Seth Rollins, you know, I, I saw in an interview he was talking about this idea of getting pitched at him when they were starting this up, and he just loved the uh, potential. Mm-hmm. And still, man, that's all that's all it is to this point right now. I mean, it's it's potential. When this was coming together, it was like, well, potentially that sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, but really, I mean, you know the. Uh, the eight-man tag teams isn't helping anybody reach their potential. Nobody's really shining in that stuff. Um, I mean, they're, they're yeah, I, I agree. I think I think some stuff needs to kind of be split up a little bit uh, in order for any of those guys to reach their potential. Yeah. So. But. Man, we got deep into this. We did. I love it. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're here for. I mean, we call ourselves amateurs, but we really watch it pretty in depth so i know a couple of my friends out there reached out to me about the wrestlemania comment we made last week where splitting the show into two days is a bad idea Mm. but they reached out and told me what about wrestle kingdom in new japan they do a two-day show yeah and they're bringing it to the u.s wow the day before SummerSlam in madison square garden wow wow yeah yeah. So, I mean, that's going to be a pretty big event with SummerSlam being literally down the street in Boston. Yeah. I mean, the next day, well, who knows? It might be the same day if they do a two-day event. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens there. Maybe we'll do some recruiting or vice versa. Yeah, man. You know, another thing, uh, I know we didn't – I don't have any notes on this. Um XFL. Did you get to watch any of that? I did. Okay. I was thoroughly impressed. I think Vince may have actually figured it out this time. Yeah. I've heard nothing but good reviews. Man, I, I haven't gotten a chance to watch mm-hmm. it. But I couldn't help but think, mm-hmm. will there ever be any crossovers? You know, they tried that with the first round. 
because I remember the very first game in Las Vegas where they brought the rock out to do the, or not the national anthem, but the introductions of the team. Sure. He did the coin toss. Yeah. It was over the top like a wrestling show. This time was a little more subtle. Okay. It was toned down to the point where no superstars came out. There was a lot of NFL superstars there. Sure. Both Hall of Famers and players of today. Um, but it's just, it's so different. Like, not being a football fan, you wouldn't really be able to tell very much. Yeah. But the fact that you now have, instead of kicking a field goal after a, uh, a touchdown, you have an opportunity to do a one-point, a two-point, or a three-point conversion, depending on what you want to do. So a nine-point game is only a one-possession game. Yeah. That is insane. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I can't describe you to what the kickoff is. I mean, it's yeah. cool It's cool looking, but I can't tell you what's happening there. Okay. Yeah, I've so. heard a lot of people say, <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. heard a lot of people say, it's going to take some getting used to for sure. Yeah. But I couldn't help but think about, you know, in the future down the road, wonder, you know, if, if the popularity of XFL does rise, mm-hmm. you know, crossover athletes. I mean, I, I couldn't help but think of, you know, the potential for that. Yeah. Be pretty cool. Yeah. And hopefully if they do well and go into a second season, maybe we'll get a team in Chicago. Yeah. But that's just I, I, biased opinion. They, n- hey, me too, man. Um, well, I mean, speaking of crossover news, mm-hmm. uh, John Jones says working with the WWE is inevitable. That is pretty pretty phenomenal to me. Yeah. I think it might be within the next three years. He eventually is going to have to lose or just quit in the MMA world. He's too damn good. Yeah. Who else is he going to beat? Mm-hmm. But there's always that one person. And if you listen to Danny's show, I'm pretty sure he'll cover this. Yeah. There's always that one guy that'll step up and beat you on any given day. Yeah. And who knows when that day is coming. Why not make the jump now? You're making all that money. You got the belt. Yeah. Go out the champ. Be like Floyd Mayweather. Lay it down with all that money. Yeah. So. You know, it, it's kind of scary. A lot of these guys who are really coming. Um, well, it, it, even, you know, Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. coming into WWE. And it's like, I mean, you just know, you know, mm-hmm. she mm. could kick somebody's ass. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, bringing some of those guys in. I mean, it's uh, I wonder what that would do for sports entertainment itself. Uh, just the uh, the culture shift sure but you know if we see more of that well i mean if you look at the roster now i mean we have Shayna baszler yep we have sonya deville mm-hmm. maria schaffer um who's the other one they're really jessamine duke mm-hmm. all on nxt matt riddle matt riddle yeah. yeah hell daniel cormier was at smackdown in the crowd and then you have kane velasquez recovering from knee surgery yeah you have all these big names or former MMA fighters looking to get into the WWE. Hell, even Conor McGregor wants in. Yeah. Do you know how much potential that Ooh, could be? Man, yeah. I mean, it might look like the old Ken Shamrock Lions Den matches sure. again. Yeah. God, don't bring that ring back. Oh, um, man. But that would be such a cool aspect to have so many professional fighters in sports entertainment living in one. Excuse me, one realm. Yeah. 
Sorry, I got a little passionate. No, right there. I, I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. It, um, yeah, I don't even know. I think uh, even Steve Blackman, I think he was so underrated. Yes. Um, oh, man, you brought back memories right I there. Know. Oh. It's, <laughs> I remember. Uh, I remember him first being brought in and, and, and really talked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what had it been like 97, 98, something like that. Yeah, right um, in that. You're in the money in the money hole right there. Yeah. And uh, it, um, he he he's just an, an impressive athlete, I, and um, his, his matches were just so so impressive. Some of the stuff he was doing, and you know, I think the um, the execution mm-hmm. of just the the technique in the ring is is something that um, some superstars lack. Yeah. And, I'd love to see. I'd love to see more of that. I would too. I mean, I don't know about the whole weapons aspect because that seemed a little staged. I know he was a sure a stunt man for a little bit. Yeah. So, but I want to see somebody fall off the twenty foot jumbotron like he did with Shane McMahon. <laughs> oh man, yeah. SummerSlam, I, what two thousand? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, two thousand or two thousand one. I mean, yeah. that memory sticks in my head forever because just to see that. I mean. God, that was 20 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I got a little reminiscent that time. Drifting off. Well, it's crazy to think 20 years ago. Lots changed, but a lot stayed the same, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, but it, when you when you look at it, you know, I look back at WWE Network, and I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. this is 20 years ago. Right. And half the wrestlers, you know, unfortunately passed. But yeah, that's another subject another day. But. Right. I mean, the entertainment's gotten better. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a lot safer, too. Yeah. Those guys learn how to take a bump better, but mm-hmm. hell, some of them are even still around. Yeah. As we were talking about them earlier, with Goldberg still being there. Dude, our truth. Yeah. <laughs> he's been around since, oh, man, I, I think he's been in WWE since 99. Yeah. That's easily. And the fact that, I mean, I don't want to go into AEW too much just yet, but the fact that Billy Gunn is wrestling with his own son, yeah, that is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And that's people we grew up with. Now they have kids our age. I mean, how is it possible? Where is this time gone? Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that even brings up um, Simone Johnson. Yeah. That's big news. Yeah. Fourth generation or first fourth generation wrestler. Yeah. Son of the rock. I think the rock was the first third generation. Yeah. And then Randy Orton. And then, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't have much to say on it yet. I mean, there's not a whole lot out there. I know that she signed a deal with the WWE. Mm-hmm. She has been confirmed at the performance center already. Yeah. I'm sure we'll see her in NXT first. I don't think they're just going to jump her right to the big show. Um, I hope good things happen with her. I know she's a hell of an athlete. Um, well, she has to be with a dad like Dwayne Johnson. Sure. I mean, the dude lives in the gym. I don't know how he actually makes movies. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But good things are coming. I think so. And, you know, I know I, I've seen, you know, I've seen the comments. Well, I wonder how she got there. I wonder how she got there. Well, you know, that's something she can't help. Right. But – 
I think she's taken it, you know, I don't know personally the whole story or anything. And I don't, you know, I don't know much about Simone Johnson, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think she's taken the opportunity and what she does beyond that is, um, I think that'll really show here in the next mm-hmm. few years. I'm excited for it for sure. Oh, me too. But I think at the same time to go off what you just said, maybe her name got her in a little bit, but I know they're pretty strict about the performance center and people that get in there. Yeah. It's not like you could just show up in Orlando and say, Oh, I want to try out. Yeah. They're going to laugh at you and slam the door in your face. Yeah. I mean, she had to prove herself just like everybody else that goes there. Absolutely. So all all these people, I get it. You're think you're jealous that her dad got her a job. Sure. That's not all the way the truth. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree with that. I mean, I I know uh I know some wrestlers who've wrestled in WWE for 20, 25 years that have, you know, a child who is wrestling who has not made it to the WWE. Right. I I can't speak much on their skill. I haven't seen them wrestle, but mm-hmm. I, I assume, you know, I assume they've wanted to make it to that spot. Sure. And they haven't to this point. No. And you know, so I don't think it is a free pass. Uh, with whoever your you know parent parents are, whoever yeah. your dad is, and um, and who knows to say like, what if she goes out there and botches her first match? Yeah. What if it just looks horrible? Yeah. I know none of that promotion staff is going to be happy with that. First thing they're going to do is like call up Dwayne and be like, get your daughter in check or get her out of here. One of the two. Yeah, absolutely. So. I, I I completely agree. Um, goodness. So, I mean, let's see here. I mean, do you want to let, let's go on to Raw? Okay. I mean, sure. It, I feel like you know, yeah, we're already thirty minutes into this. I'll just about. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going deep tonight, man. We're yeah. doing a Raw episode. We sure are, <laughs> man. Okay. So I mean, uh, Becky Nasca. Okay. You know, I, I, I kind of figured a match, a match of that quality, a match of that caliber, mm-hmm. um, is going to probably end in a disqualification. <laughs> it was a hell of a match. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, sure, it's been done to death, like just like everything else they do on Raw. Mm-hmm. But this was a legit, like, pay per view caliber match. Yeah, had a surprise ending though. Yeah, I mean. We touched on it last week with reporting that Shayna Baszler was making the jump to Raw. She yeah. made one hell of a jump. Yeah, that was nuts. That was... I mean, are you going to throw a gimmick on the Queen of Spades? Is she the next Gangrel? Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> man. Yeah. I, I I guess, you know, we'll see here in the next few weeks what's going to happen with that. If that was, you know, she's got this vampire gimmick going on or... Or what? But um, I mean, Halloween's two hundred and some days away. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Getting rid of the uh, the mouth guard. It looks like it, right. I mean, let's be honest. We all know that she didn't really bite her because blood's not that red. Sure. Yeah. I mean, she's sucking on a tootsie pop and spit on the back of her neck. Maybe. Sure. But well, it'd be interesting to see which way they take this. I mean, how soon they're going to put them together. I don't think it. Well, there won't be a super showdown because I think there's only one women's match there this year, mm-hmm. just like last year. 
maybe Elimination Chamber next month. Yeah. That might be the kickoff of that. Well, it's already kicked off, but the actual first match. Yeah. We'll see, though. First of, I'm sure, four or so. We'll see, we'll see a few, I'm sure. <laughs> you sound a little bitter there. <laughs> oh, you know. Well, uh, okay, so let's see here. Uh, Ricochet proves that he can handle big men. Yeah. He took out Bobby Lashley. I thought that was, uh, that was, that was a good match. It was. Um, I'm surprised he didn't go low like he does with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was impressed. I mean, I'm always impressed with Ricochet. He... He's a hell of a performer. I'm glad he is in the WWE. He is getting the spotlight he deserves. I know you're a pretty big fan of him, too. Oh, yeah. Um, I hope he takes the belt off Brock. I would, man, I would I would love to see it. I just don't, I, I don't even, I don't think Vince is ready for something like that. No. You know, and that that's the thing that just, yeah, I don't think he's going to get a shot for a while. I mean, as far as, you know, holding the title, I think he'll get close with some title shots. But, uh, man, I just I, I see Lesnar just tearing him apart and just looking like this big monster coming into WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, see Ricochet challenging for, you know, a uh, U.S. title or something, you know, at WrestleMania. Yep. Um, and I can almost – I don't want to say guarantee this because half the time I'm I'm wrong in this situation, but – I don't think we see Lesnar in Elimination Chamber. I don't think he makes an appearance. If he does, it'll be interference only. Yeah. Yeah. And that, uh, what happened to the rule that you have to defend your title every 30 days? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because when was the last time he fought? I mean, it was Royal Rumble, so we're getting to the 30-day mark. Sure. I mean, technically, he didn't really put his title on the line, though. He was in the Rumble match. Yeah. So that's going back to TLC. Yeah. Maybe. But I mean, what are what are rules? I mean, <laughs> anymore? Apparently, yeah. You, you I mean, know, I mean, you it, got me there. Sure. Okay. You know, over over a weekend, you can you can change somebody's name and not even not even know about it. Well, I think <laughs> they need to go back to doing what the fans want. When they first, when they retook over Raw, got rid of the general managers, I say we put it to a vote. Yeah. Let's make Lesnar fight on, on Raw. Yeah. Because I don't know the last time he actually did either. I mean, he fought on SmackDown's premiere mm-hmm. in 10 seconds. Yeah. Let's put him back on the main show. If he's going to be a part of this organization, I want to see his ass in that ring every week defending that title. Yeah. And that, and I completely agree with that. I think, you know, the absence of uh, you know, your your uh, heavyweight champion is just um I think that's really that, that could really just kill the show. Yeah. Um you know, I think even even if you are a heel, just a heel with charisma, somebody you love to hate. Mhm. Um somebody that you respect. Uh, you know, I, I respect Lesnar for, you know, his accomplishments, what mm-hmm. he's done um, and, and what he's done in the ring, yeah. you know, up until uh, 2012. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after that, it's just, dude, uh, it, it, it's slowly, I don't know, it's, it, 
having a having a champion that's just not of the uh, you know fighting caliber, yeah. of, you know, d- defending this, you know, every thirty days is just right. it, it's not good for the business. This isn't the UFC. You don't get forty five days in between fights or however long it is. Yeah, I'm sure Danny will correct me once he listens to this. Well, and and, and the thing is too. Um, WWE really likes to hang on that nostalgia factor. Yeah. Or, you know, what, what familiar names that people know? Goldberg. Yep. Uh, you know, Lesnar. Undertaker. And, yeah. And, um, you know, they really hang on to that. And mm-hmm. we might have touched on this last week, or maybe maybe we didn't. Uh, maybe it was a couple of weeks ago when we were out eating. But uh, mm-hmm. they really, I, I feel like they really need to invest in the future, the future superstars. I think that's why NXT is just... Um, you know, is getting such great crowd reception and, yes. and, um, and, and stealing the show sometimes. Right. They're really investing in the future superstars, the guys who are going to be wrestling for another 20 years. Um, where, you know, these guys, WWE, I mean, some of them got two, three, five more years. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Well, speaking of that, like with last year's jumping class from NXT to Raw. Mm-hmm. I was super scared that they were going to waste Aleister Black. I mean, they kind of are. Yeah, he's yeah. They haven't put him in a major title opportunity except for the Intercontinental Championship one time. Yeah. I mean, I want to see him square off with Andrade. I want to see him take the United States title. Now, that being said, that's going to be a little bit hard with Andrade being suspended mm. due to injury. Okay. That's why you see Angel Garza up there, yeah, filling in for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how long he's going to be out. I don't think it's going to be very long, like maybe a month. Yeah, but I want to see him because that feud, that rivalry was so good on NXT. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they drew it out to death, but those matches were just so fun to watch and so well performed. I mean. Both athletes are just amazing. They both have the stamina to go an hour mm-hmm. and not even phase them. Yeah, They need to bring that aspect into Raw and let him do his thing. Absolutely. Well, that's, that, that's the key. I mean, letting, letting these up-and-coming guys do their thing. Yeah. And maybe, you know, maybe it's a politics backstage. You know, the older guys and, um, you know, they knew that they made the money the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, and I know we just we, we we just touched on it probably 15 minutes ago. How you know you could look back 20 years ago, and it's like a lot of things haven't changed. Yeah, and man, I mean, but if you look back at 20 years ago from that, a lot of things did. Yeah, and that's because I think they let the future, um, you know, the next 20 years, uh, guys who are going to be wrestling out for the next 20 years really have that control. Let them do their thing. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And once it went from like the the superstar era to the attitude era, that's when I first like I was a fan back in the superstar era. Don't get me wrong. I've, yeah. But the attitude era is what really brought me to Raw every Monday. Yep. Sitting there watching Stone Cold and The Rock and Mankind and all that. Absolutely. It was fun. It was fresh. It was something that entertained you for three hours and now it's sorry to say this recycled bullshit that nobody wants to watch anymore 
every single week. Same storyline, same people fighting. I mean, God forbid they throw in somebody new or a different storyline or a different rivalry. How many times can Randy Orton hit somebody with a chair? Sure. Yeah. It's, uh, I remember the, um, the phrase, anything can happen in the, uh, back then WWF. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was really cool. I, I don't think there was a, you can, you can almost predict the formulas right now. And, and yeah, there's some things, you know, we can't really predict and they throw us some curveballs here and there. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate those. I, you know, I, I love those moments where it's like, wow, I didn't see that coming, but yeah. I would love to see more of that. Anything can happen. Uh, sure. Where, you know, at this point you kind of know it, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'll be putting my foot in my mouth next week. I don't know, but, mm-hmm. uh, it, you get an idea for what WrestleMania is going to look like because you, you see the formula of, okay, this is what makes us money. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and this is what we're going to do. Uh, but I just, I, I'd love to see more of just the, um, instead of, you know, what makes, what make, what made the money, uh, just an investment in the future. And sure. We'll get there. I yeah. think we will. I, there's gotta be a change somewhere. I mean, Enough is enough, and I know the fans are getting. You can tell by the 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 crowd when you watch a raw episode; those sure. are not sellouts anymore. I mean, they film it to make it look like it. Mm-hmm. What's got to change? I mean, so much, but we'll like you said, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Um. So you know, uh, Matt Hardy. Yep. We saw uh, we saw him talk. You know, we saw him confront Randy Orton, mm-hmm. and uh, that was kind of that was kind of cool. You know, and I, I I had explained to my fiance about you know the history with him and Edge. Oh and, yeah, and you know, kind of touch on that a little bit with her, and we we were talking about that. But uh, that was that was really cool to see to see him come out. Man, I just hate I just hate seeing him go out. The way he has been the past few months. Yeah, I mean, you can tell over the years that he's taken some bumps, like really hard ones. Plus, I hate to touch on this aspect of it, but all the years of abuse of substance that he had, like he's not the high flyer he was back in the 90s Yeah, yeah. or the 2000s. He's very stiff. He's hard to watch almost. He can't go off the second rope barely. Well, I watched him get in the ring just to talk, just to confront Randy Orton. Yeah, and you could just see he was stiff. You yeah, know? I mean, yeah. there's there's a lot of scar tissue there that I'm sure he knows. And plus, at the same time, his contract's up on March first. Mm-hmm. His brother, on the other hand, got an extension. Wow. Yeah, we'll see Jeff again. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I think we've deleted Matt Hardy. His Twitter confirms. Is that that he posted it himself? Okay. He said farewell. Yeah. So I mean, he's done it before. Don't get me wrong. He sure. might be just leading us on, but I think he's really done. Hmm. He's not performed well. He hasn't won a match this year. I mean, he's almost like the new Brooklyn Brooklyn Brawler. Let's <laughs> put somebody out there with a name and just let him beat him. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many times can you watch No Way Jose lose? Oh, man. Which I am proud to say, 
He won over the weekend at a live event. So he's got one okay. victory this year. Hey. <laughs> the conga yeah. line was celebrating that oh, night. Oh man. Yeah, that that's been uh that's been tough to watch him, you know, speaking of guys coming up from NXT. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Or you know, it, it, the twenty four seven deal, you know, you just see him kind of randomly out there with those guys. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's still who's that guy with the green long green hair or whatever right <laughs> yeah and i was oh it's no way jose yep like uh, a buff uh kofi kingston sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's um yeah i mean it's sad it's sad to see that too but yeah um which actually, I'm glad you said that, and I'm glad we brought that up because I was the other guy. I was trying to remember who they were going to waste going into from NXT to Raw, sure. and they sure did a good job of wasting him. Yeah. But you're going to have that. Mm-hmm. Some people probably should go back to NXT like Finn Balor did. Yeah. Maybe he's one of them. Mm-hmm. But I don't get the why Vince is letting him stay. Yeah, it's awkward. Yeah. Um, well, even oh man, I hate to say it, uh, Sarah Logan. Mm-hmm. Just uh, her her confronting Rhea Ripley. Yeah, what what is weird. that? It was a little awkward, you know. It's like let's put Rhea in the spotlight again. Yeah, but I think Sarah Logan will get her time soon. Yeah, I think she's got uh she's got a lot of maturing to do on the mic, and um, it, and also just with her character. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and I look forward to that. Yep. Seeing how you know she matures into that. Actually, I have a good idea for that. She is married to Eric of the Viking Raiders. Yeah. Put them together. Make them a kind of a pseudo sanity. Yeah. I mean, it worked in NXT. It was good, trying to work, but they forgot to bring Nikki with them in in Raw with Sanity. Yeah. Now you have the aspect of a. Uh, certifiable tag team a pretty decent diva if you want to call her that or women's wrestler sure why not make it the viking raiders with a woman yeah i mean that i'm all for it she already fits the part anyways i mean she looks like she just crawled out of a viking ship anyway so sure yeah <laughs> yeah and i mean uh it, what else I hate saying it, you know, what else are they going to do right now at this time? I mean, it, and, um, I think, yeah, ha- having her in a tag team with, with Eric would be, um, mm-hmm. it would be good. And I think that would, I think she would grow in that and get more comfortable. Yes. For sure. Cause I mean, you know, they, um, her and Liv and, uh, uh, Ruby, uh, as a riot squad, I mean that was a great team. Um, yes, it was. You know, I, I really enjoyed watching them. I was entertained. Um, yeah, I'm kind of sad to see it go, but at the same time, I understand they all got hurt. Yeah, especially Ruby because she was out for almost a year. Yeah, but I'm glad to see her back. And like we said last week, I'm very interested to see which way they go with that. Yeah, there wasn't anything on her last week. Out Not a thing. Raw. Okay, they didn't even use her, hmm. unless it was a dark match. We uh, the only dark match I heard was about Randy Orton. Sure, and I don't even remember what all that was because they didn't really cover it very well. Hmm. Um, 
much like the WWE always does and forgets about those matches. Yeah. <laughs> Which money opportunity, guys, because AEW is killing it in that aspect. They are. Yes. Yes. I mean, not to get into it real quick yet because we still got some other stuff to cover first, but Dark was kind of lame this year, week. Excuse me. There wasn't a whole lot of fun. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. Um, there was four matches, but I only took notes on one of them. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, anything with Jurassic Express is fun to watch. But, oh, hell, let's just talk about it anyways. <laughs> when are they going to use Luchasaurus in a big man aspect? That was something, um, you know, I was watching NXT and um, Wardlow. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to see, you know, I'd love to see those two guys collide. Um, I haven't seen much on Wardlow, but it, it, you could kind of see a little bit of that um, mm-hmm. foreshadowing with uh, the attack on a Jungle Boy. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, I, yeah, I'd like to see him, you know, I'd like to see him be used little more. Yeah, I think that I haven't heard 100% when that steel cage match is going to be between him and Cody. Wardlow, mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, that'll mm-hmm. be his first in-ring action. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that match could have so much potential mm-hmm. of being just what JR likes to say, an old-school slobber knocker. Sure. I mean, I kind of... Went down a rabbit hole last night watching AEW. Got into a little YouTube stuff and found Luchasaurus used to be in NXT. Yeah, I saw that too. And I forgot that his character was underutilized, kind of like he is being right now. Mm-hmm. And how good of a performer he is, even without the mask. I mean, give this man a chance. I've been saying it since day one. I am so happy when he signed with AEW after the first pay-per-view. Some of the guys that I talked to outside of this podcast were kind of laughing at me. It was like, oh, it's a weird gimmick, a guy in a dinosaur mask that's almost seven foot tall and has a green tongue. I mean, green tongue worked in the past with Georgie Animal Steel. Sure. Come on, man. You're right. You're right. Give the man a chance. Yeah. You know, and those people... Got to remember, this is entertainment. And I'm a sucker for that stuff. I'm a sucker for the, you know, the cool costumes, mm-hmm. the theatrics, some of the gimmicks. Uh, some, you know, not all. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I'd i like to I, – I can't wait to see him shine in AEW for mm-hmm. sure. I'm uh, I'm positive he will. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of uh, Mortis. You remember Mortis? I do remember Canyon Mortis. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> wow yeah or even going back to the impact days when it was actually on tv with abyss abyss yeah that was they're just fun to watch yeah i mean they don't really talk very much which is kind of nice sure they just get right down to business beat the crap out of you and walk backstage Yep. simple as that mm-hmm. but he's got a little bit of a different aspect i mean with the martial art thing yeah, I like kind of that concept. Kind of puts him more into like a lucha style 
But being six ten, yeah, you're not really a high flyer. Yeah, that's man. That's I think that's the future. Mm-hmm. Those hybrid athletes, you know, talking yep. about Drew McIntyre, Keith Lee, uh, Luchasaurus. There, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's one thing for you know these big guys to be uh, just powerhouses and you know throw throw their opponent across the ring and end the match in ten seconds. But I think people are done being entertained by that. And and I think um, entertainment and how you entertain always has to be ever changing. I mean, in, in music, that that's you know you're always kind of developing your style, uh, but also, you know, I think in wrestling it, it's the same thing. You know, I think the hybrid athletes are really the future of um, what what sports entertainment will be. Sure, and even though they're called hybrid athletes, I'm not going to put the hybrid two in there. They're fun to watch. Don't get me wrong, but they're not hybrid athletes. Yeah. I mean, and and Helico is something a little different, but I mean, you have a luchador from South Africa mm-hmm. with a very Hispanic name. Yeah. <laughs> and possibly one of the worst haircuts I've ever seen. But he, I'll give it to him. Yeah, he's a pretty good athlete. But yeah, I like where that's going. I like the hybrid athlete aspect of it too. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's see here. I mean, AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, Omega, Omega and Handman versus SCU. Yeah. I mean, I kind of expected that to be a really bad match. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way they've been doing it the last couple of weeks, I was presently surprised. Especially with the opening graphic about um, Hangman Day Sober versus Omega. <laughs> 13,000 versus zero. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Whoever that guy is, they need to pay him a little bit more because those are just pure genius. Absolutely. I mean, I love a little comedy aspect in every single match. But they retain their titles. Mm-hmm. They look good doing it. Yeah. And once again, he went into the crowd and drank a beer. Yep. I mean. <laughs> I love it. Yep. You know, he's taking it and running with it. And uh, I, I love that about AEW is I really I really believe they're letting, um, you know, t- Tony Khan's just uh, letting these superstars um, own their character. Sure, yeah. I think uh, Adam Hangman Page is just, he's, he's running with it. Yeah. And actually, real quick, before we get too far away from it, there is a little bit more crossover news. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler has come out and said possibly by 2025 he will be in AEW. Sure. Yeah. That intrigues the hell out of me. This is what I'm thinking. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, his contract will be up. Yeah. And he's not going to give it away to WWE that he is – he is just sold out to WWE. Yeah. You know, I'm sure I'm, the way I took it when I saw that tweet, it was kind of like a, uh, you know, a message to WWE that, hey, you don't have me guaranteed after. True. Yeah. Know. And I don't know when Dolph Ziggler's uh, contract is up. I assume it's then. Yeah. Um, but also, man, he's getting old. 
Yeah, he's been around for a while. He's about to hit 40. I mean, it, 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 maybe he has 10 years left in him. Maybe he has 15 years left in him. I don't know. I mean, he's no longer Mikey from the Spirit Squad. Let's face that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Yeah. He's not doing round-offs and back handsprings into the ring or <laughs> getting covered by green slime or whatever the hell that was when DX covered him in the ring. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have a memory like a steel trap, trust me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't, I don't see him being like a major – well, maybe he'll be the next Jericho. Sure. I'm just going to throw that out there because look yeah. at how he's dressing now. Yeah. He's got the leather jacket. He's got the, the bowler hat mm-hmm. or the fedora, excuse me. Yeah. He's he's headed that direction. I mean, he's already a big heel. Yeah. So Jericho 2.0. I was going to say Y2J 2.0, but that's just too many numbers. Sure. That's... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I suppose it really depends on, um, you know, how Jericho looks here in the next year or two. Um, you know, if that's a successful track, I'm sure, you know, AEW will probably go down that, you know, and, and use a guy like Dolph Ziggler. Um, sure. I'll tell you how he looks now. Fat. Yes. He looked better this week. I, I don't yeah. know if they told him kind of to shave and clean up or something, but man. They gave him the Kevin Owens treatment. Lose weight or get off TV. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. But. Yeah. At least he's leaving the clown paint at home, like he does in New Japan. Yeah, that eyeliner. And the, yeah, yeah. You're not the crow. You're not Sting. It's a... knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and and Jericho's one of my favorites, honestly. Uh, but as far as you know, and I I hate to be um, you know vain about it, but uh, sure. Image does, you know, it, it has a factor, mm-hmm. and just hit the the past three or four years, I've just seen, you know, he's kind of declined as far as just, you know, he's he's aging, and it's probably harder to stay in shape at that age. Sure, but also like you, you know, on the other hand, you're you're the champion. True, you know, I think it's time to lay off the road life with Fozzie and. Focus on either that or get back in shape, get back in the ring and finish your career out and then go tour with Fozzie. Yeah. Well, no. Excuse uh, me. Yeah, you don't want to, you know, Motley Crue syndrome, the Vince Neil syndrome, you know. <laughs> God. <laughs> He's going to end up looking like Mick Mars here in the sure. next 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Shriveled up husk of the person he used to be. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to go too far down the road on, like, even the evolution of Fozzie. Um I won't go down. I won't go down that road. But uh, you know, it's gotten better. Yeah, vocally though, man, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. But and take it from us guys, Tony's the music guy in this room. He knows what he's talking about. Hey, you know, I try. <laughs> so, um, well, okay, Nyla Rose. It's a touchy subject. <laughs> we were talking about this. Yep. Oh, man. Okay. You go first on this. Okay. I know the internet is destroying this, which I feel bad for her. Because she's transgender, 
and she won the woman's belt. Everybody's hating on it, saying that a man now holds the women's title in AEW. And to me, that's not necessarily true. I mean, yes, in a past life, she was a man. But that wasn't her true self in my eyes. She took the, all the steps to become who she really is and more power to her in my eyes. I mean, yeah, in other factions of wrestling, there are women that do hold men's titles. I mean, look at China. Look at Tessa Blanchard. Look at, um, what is her name? Jordan Green and Impact. I mean, she is the daughter of Scott Steiner. She at one point did hold the heavyweight title. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, in a world where everybody wants to be all equal and whatnot, I mean, why not? Why not let her have her moment in the spotlight? We know, yeah, we say it's real to us, but we know it's not really a man beating up a woman. Yeah. It's scripted. Mm -hmm. It may look real, but that's my take on it. And that's something we were talking about earlier. Um, yeah. you, you know, it, it it would take a while. I mean, more than just, you know, 24 hours to really process how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you also got to remember, you know, this is sports entertainment. This is entertainment. This isn't like, you know, mixed martial arts and some dude or, you know, um, you know, it's not... Um, it's not like, Cowboy versus Ronda Rousey. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, it's a touchy subject. It yeah. really is. Um, man, I don't even have much to say. Right. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> it's, uh, I, um, in general, I you know, I look forward to seeing more just uh, equal equal rights across the board. Right. Through... Um, WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, uh, New Japan, whatever it is, uh, yeah. NWA, uh, wh- whatever. In sports entertainment, I just look forward to seeing um, more of that. You know, we were talking about the intergender tag matches last week. Sure, yeah. And are, is, uh, uh, is the mainstream media really ready for something like that? Um, I don't know. But I also know a handful of women who could kick a handful of men's asses. So, oh, sure. Yes. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to women kicking ass, whether mm-hmm. they're transgender, whether they're, you know, black, white, whatever. Sure. Um, I look forward to just any, you know, any, any demographic, any, wherever you come from really doesn't matter that it, it's a place for everyone because that's kind of how I look at life too, you know, sure, uh, a place for everyone. And, and that's kind of how I welcome people. That's how I would, you know, I would love to see that in sports and in sports entertainment and, and professional wrestling. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, the NFL, MLB, NBA, mm-hmm. even hockey, they've opened up equality to everybody. I mean, I love the fact that certain teams have Pride Day and they wear all that stuff on the field. Yeah. Hell, Finn Balor did it at WrestleMania two years ago. Yep. Yep. Where's the problem? Where was where was everybody's issue back then? 
Yeah. I mean, just because a guy wore that to the ring that you know is married to a woman mm-hmm. and he's all about it. You guys had no problem with that back then. Why do you have a problem with it now? Yeah. I mean, it's 2020, people. Mm-hmm. Get over yourself. Yeah. I look at that's yeah, it's kind of a touchy subject with me, but I can go on for days and I I I better stop right there. I'm going to take this show down a road that we shouldn't be going down. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> it's hard to find that line. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay, so Jeff Cobb makes his AEW debut. Right. Mm. That was unexpected. Yeah. Big time. Mm-hmm. Um he is still under contract with Ring of Honor. So he is going to be a part-timer for right now. Yeah. But I think a lot of the Ring of Honor guys, because they're not really televised anymore, are going to make the jump. Yeah, I think I've seen some of those guys on AEW and Ring of Honor mm-hmm. at the same time. Or yeah. maybe maybe Impact. I can't remember. but Yeah, I think they're all yeah. one big group now. I like that. Yeah. You know, I wish WWE was a little more... Uh, you know, inclusive on that. But. Right. Yeah. They're like the million dollar nightclub and we're the, they're the corner bar down the street where everybody's welcome. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of, you know, back in the, uh, the attitude days, DX coming up with their, uh, their tank <laughs> and WCW closing the doors on them. Yep. Like, Come on, man. You know, yep. if, if we could see those lines kind of blurred a little bit, you know, and just, uh, just, um, you know, see see a few crossovers. That was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, especially when uh, you know, ECW was going out, and I, I I remember a specific moment, Lance Storm coming to WCW, and it was like, well, that was cool. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I will give you this, Sammy Guevara did try the Royal Rumble with a little power wheel tank. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was all over Twitter. He um he showed up. At the gates, they wouldn't let him in. Mm. He didn't buy a ticket. But he kind of did a DX-type takeover by himself. Sure. I mean, yeah, it brought a little bit more focus to AEW, but at the same time, I was like, I agree with you. Let's do this. Like, yeah. Let's have a faction war, a true faction war. Yeah. Not just the Wednesday night war, Monday night war, like it was back in the 2000s, mm-hmm. or early 90s, excuse me. Let's do this. I mean, it's not Ted Turner versus Vince McMahon. It's Tony Khan versus Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. They're both billionaires. They're both really mainstream. Let's make it popular again. Yeah. I mean, not that it already isn't, but. Anything can happen. I ho- I hope to keep saying that about WWE and uh, sports entertainment that, you know, anything can happen. So. And a few WWE executives out there listening, anything can happen is a great tagline. Anything can happen. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he, he, uh, Jeff Cobb joins the um, the inner circle, and and to me, you know, that that's cool. It, he just looks, and I don't know much about him, but he just looks intense, mm-hmm. and and um, I think he is a he he just adds another dimension to that group. Sure. I mean, he's won the belt everywhere he's been. Mm-hmm. He's New Japan, Lucha Underground, PWG, which I didn't really know too much about, but he actually won the tag title with Matt Riddle there. Yeah. Um, and 
by the look of some of his video that I've actually found on YouTube, he is a powerhouse. I mean, he's no joke. Mm-hmm. I would like to see him against Moxley one time, sure. Yeah. But I want to see it with the title on Moxley, though. I know you're a Jericho fan, but... I I, I think it's about time. Yeah. It's about time now. Yeah. And Moxley's the only... And we, we probably talked about that last week. I think mm-hmm. he, he seems like the only guy who... Um, is really next in line for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's awesome to see how he has grown. Just mm. man, it's crazy to think. You know, I don't think it's even been six months. Well, no, he he. Um, yeah, August. So yeah, whatever. I mean, yep. it's been you know eight eightish months, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Moxley have that title. Yes, for an extensive period of time. Yes. Um, so I mean that you know that's it. That's it for AEW NXT. Um, Velveteen Dream, man. I'm not sure how to feel. I kind of feel a little Samoa Joe AJ Styles action here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back to like attacking the man's family, or mm-hmm. I know that she's a wrestler on the show. His or Roderick Strong's wife is Maria Shafar, mm-hmm. Shafur, whatever. That's a little close to home. Yeah. Saying that you fulfilled her dreams when she's a part of that show. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to take that. Yeah. He's a great performer and all Velveteen is, but once again, WWE doing something recycled. Yeah. And I'm not sure what they're trying to do there because it's like, you know, it's kind of flipped around where, you know, Velveteen obviously is, you know, the uh, the favorite. Well, I mean, he's the he's the face, you know? yeah, and, and, and it's it's kind of like, um, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. I can't wait to see how that develops. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's like I said, a great performer. I don't want to see him another North American title. I think he should go with the big belt. I think so too. Maybe get him up against Adam Cole. I mean, Roderick Strong's. Mm-hmm. Storyline with him has been done. Yeah. Let's put him against Cole. Let's well maybe Champa after this weekend. Yeah. Because takeover is this Sunday. So mm. I see something coming down the pipe. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I like to book these things out in my head. It's fun. It is. <laughs> it really is. Man. Uh, Leo Rush, new number one contender. Again. Speaking of, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, Do you sense a pattern here, people? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I I don't have much to say. Leo Rush, yep. I mean. I will say one thing about him. When he was with Bobby Lashley and his hype man, yeah. He was the most annoying human being on the planet. He was like a Sami Zayn. Yeah. 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 I would say even farther than Zayn. Like, yeah. Now that he's back competing regularly, I think he's a great performer. I actually kind of root for him. Yeah. I mean, I don't watch the cruiserweights unless they're on NXT. Mm-hmm. I mean, I found out last week that 205 Live is still a thing, even though I thought it was dead. Yeah. Um, There's no title on there anymore, but... I wouldn't mind seeing him get the belt back. Yeah. I mean, 
I like Jordan Devlin too, but hmm. well, hell, keep it on Devlin. Yeah, Rush had his time. He did. <laughs> he did. I flipped on that one real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Devlin will ha- have that title for for a little while before you know it's taken off of him. Uh, I don't think Leo Rush will be the guy. I again, I think he had his time. Yeah. Um, I I know he I I don't know did he have problems with WWE was he like in and out kind of rush yeah um I don't really know too much about the backstory on him okay um more on the lines of personal hatred because I didn't like his character at the time mm-hmm. um I know he from what I was told was injured for a while that's why they kind of made him a hype man yeah yeah um but then they all of a sudden threw him back in the ring as Bobby's, like, I don't know, target man at that point, I would call him. Because mm-hmm. he would show up and ring a tire. Like, I didn't even know he was wrestling. Because yeah. he was on 205, like I said, and just all of a sudden appeared in this little sure, tiny man that they called the moth. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, it fit him. Sure. But... Maybe I had a little do, yeah. Excuse me, do a little research there and see what he's all about from his past life. Yeah. Um, Bianca Belair had a tune-up match for Sunday's pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I didn't really watch it too much. Okay. Um, I know that she KOD'd her Ripley, um, or if that's what she calls her finishing finishing move. I think that's right. I think so. Um. Wasn't really much of a match, truthfully. I mean, Ripley came out to the ring and they confronted each other. She did the finishing move and that was it. I mean, I get it. This was a show taped before a major pay-per-view, so there wasn't a whole lot of action, Mm -hmm. especially from the stars performing this weekend because they're probably already in Portland. My thing is, if there is a championship shakeup, Mm-hmm. If there is, I think this is the most likely. Um, oh. So, and, and I think this because uh, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley last week, you know, they're talking, they're having their time in the ring. And I can't remember if it was Charlotte or Rhea. It was Charlotte. Yeah. Who was like, this is a conversation for champions, you know. Yes. And, um, you know, Rhea Ripley stuck up for uh, uh, Bianca. But. hmm it kind of made me think, you know, I could see her winning that championship and kind of, you know, just, just to have that one up. Right. But I think the booking has already been done for WrestleMania yeah. between Charlotte and Ripley. Mm-hmm. Maybe they come back to it afterwards. Maybe they put the belt on Flair for a minute and then have Bianca versus Flair and she takes the title back home to NXT. Sure. Mm. I mean, that would be a hell of a hell of a twist little predictable, but a hell of a twist. But. Yeah. Uh, Adam Cole's match. I mean, we, you know, I, you, knew, you knew the outcome. I was yeah. kind of watching it. Okay. You know, we know what's going on. It's going to mm-hmm. probably end on with, you know, a, a stare down or something. And, and it did. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that match. You know, Champa never lost right. the belt. I think he's not going to lose his fight either. I think he's. I think he's getting it back. I think it's about time. Yep. 
And I know we didn't touch on the Undisputed Era last week for at all, I think. Yeah. Um, I think the prophecy is done where they were draped in gold for 2019. It yeah. ended that way. Mm-hmm. One's gone. Yep. I think number two's going this weekend. Yeah. Maybe number three or three and four, technically, with the Broser weights versus Fish and O'Reilly. Yeah. They could go home with nothing. They could be crying all the way back to Florida. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're both, or all four of them are great athletes. Mm-hmm. But not the biggest fan. Um, you know, I kind of love the little uh, little segments they had mm-hmm. on uh, the Broser weights. Oh, that was getting that awesome, getting that trophy. Yep. You know that that that's the stuff that I that I really miss. That mm-hmm. I I think a lot of these factions or tag teams miss. Yes, or those like entertaining segments too. Mm-hmm. So, oh, speaking of which, I totally forgot about the one from SmackDown where Miz and Morrison recreated Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was something yeah. awful, but it was still pretty entertaining. I, I, I forgot about that, too. Yes. What, what was their show? The, the Dirt Sheet? The Dirt Sheet. Right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I thought that might be the show to put us out of business, but hey, we're still here. Hey. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yep. So. Oh, man. I mean, I like to see the gimmick game stepped up. It's awesome for the show. It, yes, I think some of them are pretty damn cheesy. Mm-hmm. But to go back on what we talked about all night, it's something fresh. It's something yeah. we haven't seen in a long time. Yes, it is something they did before, but it's entertaining. Yeah, it brings fans around. I mean, it makes you laugh. It it gives it substance. Yes, you know? thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, I mean, I. I harp on the days of like the old promo where they used to be backstage in front of the fake locker room and they're just talking about yeah. their opponent. They don't do that ever anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they have the backstage interview where they get attacked every once in a while, but sure. RIP mean gene, but bring somebody back like him. Yeah. I know you have the eye candy with Charlie and, um, Moxley's wife, Renee young. Renee. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember the other one's name, but yeah, bring back somebody that's going to add entertainment to it. Because mm-hmm. Mean Gene just had that voice, that aspect that you're you know something good's coming down. Yeah, I mean that's why we call our show the cream of the crop. Because God, I love that promo. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, and the thing is too, it's just, uh, you know, everybody seems to get a mic anymore, even Oscar. And, and <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, come on. I, okay. You, you get a mic, but also remember like, take it and, and own it. And, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't just a, you know, a segment where you talk for 15 minutes about, how this person cheated last week or whatever and mm-hmm. you're gonna get them back and uh but these should be one of a kind angles one one of a kind just um promos sure and what what is it what is it that your character is gonna say that is really gonna separate itself from you know 
the next person who's going to be on the mic because I I think we see a little bit of it in AEW and and that's kind of why I like MJF it's because he's he's to the point and and he, he separates himself when he's on the mic like he he's on another level he's quick witted he's uh it, it just sounds like when he's on the mic he's to the point he's direct he's still an asshole he is <laughs> he is I still don't like him he's a young dude man I didn't yeah. what is it, 22, 23, twenty two twenty three twenty three wow yeah. yeah. So, well, you know, and, and one thing here, too, I wanted to, um, if you don't mind. Sure. Yep, we're still recording. Okay, good. Um, I, I kind of wanted to close out. I don't know if you wanted to talk to about anything else, but I, I kind of want to close out with predict, predictions on a, um, TakeOver Portland. Sure. I, I got the card here, so I thought. If we just go down the line here. Absolutely. So, uh, Gargano versus Balor. I, uh, ooh. Like I said last week, I think that's going to steal the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Balor is fresh back on the NXT. I think he'll probably take it. That's my prediction because I see them pushing it. And judging by last week's show... We may see the demon. Mm. Yeah. I think they hinted towards that a little bit. I hope they, I love that character. And if we see the demon, you know, he's going to win. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, just watching Gargano last night, a dude is in awesome shape. Yes. You can tell he's really gearing up for this to be, um, you know, he, he's gearing up to be in the height of his career. And uh, I think this match will be, um, I think that will be the pinnacle up to this point. Yeah. You know, what he's, and yeah, yeah, he's NXT champion. He's won, he's won the title. Yeah. But I, I think that this is going to be one of the, one of the most entertaining matches that he's put on. Yep. Um, that being said, oh man, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Balor on it. All right. I mean, you know, he's... He, uh, you know, jumped over there to NXT. I think he's on a mission. Yeah. Uh, All right, t- folks, we're one for one. Let's see how <laughs> let's see how well this goes. Yep. All right. So uh, Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai. Knox in a landslide. Okay. I think there's too much pent up frustration after what happened to take over um, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Was it Brooklyn? Maybe. I think I can, so. I think so, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Knox, easy. I think I'm going to go with Dakota Kai. Oh. I think so. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's kind of just a toss-up for me. All right. But I'm going to go with that. Fair enough. Okay, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. That's a tough one for me because yeah, I, I like both of them. I, like, I think I like Keith Lee a little bit more because he is the new hot. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm talking like for the favorite to win this match, but he's the new hot guy. Um, really proved himself at Survivor Series. And I think Keith Lee retains. Dijakovic will get his day someday, but Keith Lee. Yep. 
Man, I, I I agree with you on that one. It, I love the uh, segment Mark Henry did. Yes, I forgot about that. Thank it was you. Really cool. It was. Um, but yeah, I think I think Keith Lee. Um, you know, he's he's one of those guys that I think he's he's gonna be going after that championship here mm-hmm. soon too. I agree. Uh, going after the you know NXT championship and and beyond. Yeah. You know, we talked about. He he would love to work with Brock Lesnar someday. Sure, and and I'd love to see that match. I think he could carry. I think he's one of the guys who could carry Lesnar through a match as well. <laughs> and I think physically carry Brock Lesnar out of <laughs> <Absolutely>. the ring, <laughs> bench press him probably. Yeah. Yep. Um. Okay. So let's see here. We got undisputed era versus uh, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. I'm going to say Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. I agree. Yeah, I have to stay by stand by what I said earlier. I think as weird a team as they are, they're fun to watch. They're really good. Pete Dunne obviously was a UK title holder for 600 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact number, but I think it's coming home to Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Yeah, and I agree too. And you know, I I can't help but think like. With, with with the videos and everything mm-hmm. that they're kind of doing, they're they're kind of pushing those guys a little bit. Yeah, um, it, I think it's their time, and yeah, if not, there would probably be a rematch at WrestleMania or something. Right, I don't know. For sure. Um, Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. Of course, we kind of talked about this a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a toss up. I mean, like I said, I think the booking's already there. I think Belair will lose this match um, just because Ripley is just like Keith Lee. She's the hottest thing going for NXT women. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for the whole roster, but she's just phenomenal. Yeah, she she hasn't had the title long enough to lose it. No. For, for somebody who just... Um, Somebody of her caliber. I mean, mm-hmm. we talked about it last week. She just has that kind of, I don't know, um, that confidence. Yep. And you you could tell that she is just uh, separate from most of the women performers, uh, even on Raw. I mean, sure. Yeah. I think that. Um, hmm. I mean, she proved herself at TakeOver. She proved herself at Survivor Series. Yeah. NXT, I mean, what else? I mean, keep her on top. Yeah. Hell, even beat Flair at WrestleMania for all I care. Man, what if she loses the title and goes after Bailey at WrestleMania? Ooh, I like the way you think right now. Um, I really like that idea. Yeah. I can see him spinning, uh, well... I don't know if they're that smart, but yeah, if they are, that would be a great, great thing. Mm-hmm. SmackDown needs a refreshing women's champion. Yeah, yeah, that's getting yeah. that's getting stale to me. You, I mean, how many times can you see Alexa Bliss? How many times can you see? Well, Naomi's been gone for a while, but yeah, hell, that's a fantastic idea. I'm booking that match in my mind. Right now. <laughs> that just that just went through my mind just now. I was like, 
Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, oh man, that's a toss up. Even even man, throwing that in there. Yeah. Cuz I mean that would that would be just a a good idea and I feel like that would entertain all um all championships, all women's championships across the board there. Sure. Um but I'm I'm going to have to say Rhea Ripley most likely will retain that uh and beat Bianca Belair. Okay. Uh, and, and it may be controversial. It may be a you know a DQ. Yep. It may be a count out. Um, sure. I don't think it's going to be. Well, then again. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa. I've only got one thing to say about it, and Ciampa's music says it best. Mm-hmm. No one will survive. Yeah. Daddy's coming home. Yeah, I I truly am a big fan of his. I like his style. I like his demeanor. I mean, everything about him is amazing. It sucks that he got hurt the way he did and was out for so long, mm-hmm. and he did not lose that belt. He's going to get that back. So, my pick obviously is Champa. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think I think Champa's gonna get that back. Um. Yeah, I'm behind him on this. And, I mean, if you look at that, how we kind of predicted that, it's, you know, Undisputed Era losing their titles, Adam Cole losing his title. Uh, I mean, when you look at it that way, it's like, man, is that is that likely going into WrestleMania? I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I guess, I guess anything can happen. <laughs> Once again, WWE execs, listen up. I know you just lost two major ones, but well, maybe we're your guys. Hey, um, we got some good ideas. Yeah, for, for the right money. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's. Uh, I think that really wraps it up. Okay. Honestly, I mean, I, I'll be. Uh, I'll be looking forward to SmackDown tomorrow, and I'll be looking forward to uh, Takeover Portland. This yeah, weekend. for sure. Yeah. Hopefully there's not another dog food match this coming Friday, but... Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. But in the meantime, always follow us on Twitter at Game On Everyone, Instagram at Game On Sports Podcast. You can find our recordings at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Anchor, Radio Public, and now Overcast. Nice. Yeah. Okay. New one there. Well, I got one thing to say with that. If you are down with that, we got two words for you. Game Game on. on.